Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Dry Cookie Podcast. Are certain sex positions disrespectful? I wouldn't know. Why? Why not? It's not I'm a matter not, of um, not, absolute truth. It's I want to know your opinion. No, I'm just saying I I wouldn't know. I don't. You wouldn't know because there's certain <laughs> things that if something if somebody came at you a Ooh, certain way, this. I got one already in my mouth. Oh, my bad. Yeah, if somebody came at you a certain way, then you feel like you know what that was kind of off key. But if they did it another way, you feel like oh that's the proper way to start okay, things. Okay, I agree. Consent matters. How do you get consent though for the most extreme shit? You ask. Can I eat your asshole uh, <laughs> on the balcony? Okay, okay. <laughs> Maybe asking isn't the right way to do it, but it could be. <laughs> That's what I actually do want to know. I want to know your opinion on this one. Um, well, we should ask them questions. Ask who? Them are people you want to call them out no they i don't think they see me no oh. man they're already gone they're already they're, the yeah way. they're gone okay sorry i went off track um i think the right way to be able to get consent from a female standpoint or just my standpoint would be to try it and see what the reaction is Oh really? Yeah. <laughs> and that's a thin line, you know. Uh, there, there's okay. That's just my opinion. I, I think know. you no, just no, 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 no. should that's try fine. it, and that's then fine. if it goes south, and it goes south, at least you tried. Yeah. You know? And I think you can also make a commitment to having discussions about these things. I mean, yeah, boring. you can have open-ended conversations about, oh, what do you, what do you like, what do you, don't you like during, you know. Yeah, and also afterwards. Like, let's say you do something crazy that involves lighting a match or something like that. <laughs> just something unusual. What? Then you can lighting ask afterwards and say, hey, you know, when I did whatever. I mean. What did you think of it? Okay, yes, I agree that. You can have conversations, but then again, it also depends on the relationship that you also have. Because right. it could be that one night stands, but you don't know what she, you know. Actually, I don't <laughs> know. I almost followed your you. face. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know, we out of here. Never mind. I don't know. No, 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 no. It sounds like where you were going was. You need to establish a relationship that allows for conversation. Yeah. If you expect to be mm -hmm. able to talk about these things, because that's another side of it is even if you're not talking about an act, being able to discuss things is, in a sense, an act. And you have to prepare for that. Oh, my act. gosh. This is so Ooh, I thought that was a spider. That's an it's ant. It's an ant. Can you get it off my back? Yes. I'm highly phobia for ants. I can't do it. Oh, really? Well, you've made it, you've been doing really well because I feel like we've been out here for a while. Yeah. I got bit a few times on my foot by red ants and it scarred me for life. 
But red ants are a different breed, right? They really. I mean, but you can't tell. Ever since I got bit, then it don't matter what kind of ant. It's just <laughs> I can't. I can't do it. When I see a herd of ants, ooh, that just yeah. can't do it. And that's actually, um, in a weird, twisted way, it's connected to the way people do view sex and sexuality. Because sometimes our view of reality is distorted by our past experiences. Mm. So something, obviously, heart heartbreak when it comes to like being in a relationship or being in love um, is something that can Have make Have you been you in love before? Yeah, I think so. Uh, it's something that can make you hesitant toward interacting with other people and say, oh, everybody's going to hurt me just like that one bitch. <laughs> and when in reality, people can be perfectly nice people and um, you're just projecting past experiences on present uh, situations, right? Just like you and the ant. Does that con- is that too vague of a connection? <laughs> What is love to you? I know it's common, but I mean, you can make I it mean, short. I mean, you to speak on it, you have to have that experience or connection. So I have no idea. You've never been in love. I've never been in love. Well, you got to get on the, you know, whatever they say, horse, right? Test the waters. Exactly. And I have to meet people to do that. And I, I haven't met anybody. Do you get on Tinder? No. That's not that's where, where you, you meet people. Love, right? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> that's what they told me. No. Um, you find love or a natural or uh, just a connection with someone when it's it's just... Dang yeah. it, I already said it. I said connection already. Yeah. Or natural. I said natural already. Because I was going to say you find love by having genuine conversations with people and getting that bond or relationship naturally. Mm. That's what I was going to say. That's interesting. That what yeah, is? that just just the idea that on one hand love seems like it should be very intuitive. Well, in a like marriage, building towards having marriage or that type of relationship, but you can have a relationship any type of way like you can have a friendship you can have you know yeah and that's what i'm getting at on another hand it seems like it depends on which type of relationship you want and whether or not you have the skills including patience in order to maintain that type of relationship Mm. that's how love emerges yeah but i wasn't thinking about that you were thinking about that one dude huh? (laughs) The guy with the the skin, the eyes. Definitely. The feet. Oh, <laughs> what feet? You got any weird fetishes you want to just air out? <laughs> um, I don't think I have. Uh, well, they say black women like guys with big dicks, right? Is that true? Or, or from what? your perspective, <laughs> is that even a real stereotype? What? <laughs> I was gonna. Um, I think. Wait, what's your fetish? <laughs> Me? Yeah. Um, I I definitely have a brain fetish, which isn't all that exciting, but it's very real. Where if I want to talk to somebody for a while and I want to fuck them, then I like them. What? How does that even? 
but but that's the thing. How does that correlate with the <laughs> brain fetish? Because if I don't want to talk to them, it doesn't matter how hot they are. That I don't I don't really there's nothing there for me. So I I I, I overvalue culture when compared to other people, perhaps, or maybe it's the right amount of value. But I I really want to. Would know. you consider that a fetish, though? Hell yeah, okay. because it's sexy to me. It's not just that it's uh like a pleasurable experience it's also that it increases the amount that i want to fuck them okay (laughs) (laughs) so somebody basically this is the roughly how it works out and this is why i think it's a fetish any girl in a physics class who's above a five is hot if she has a grip on what's going on why because culturally i just i overvalue that so much that when compared to like an average woman who has no idea what's going on in the universe? I'm gonna over. Not it's not just that I like being around the first girl, right? The physics chick. It's that I actually, my brain has convinced me that they're hotter as well. Mm. Okay. Even if they're physically not all that amazing, it's like it's just overwhelming. Did you hear that? No. Oh. Like the. Oh, I mean, maybe I just wasn't paying attention to it. Actually, keep doing that. Stop. Let me give you your own space right now. No. <laughs> just a little bit. Just a just a few seconds. Mm-mm. <laughs> <laughs> Mm-mm. <laughs> ASMR fetish. Actually, um, I'm gonna take this. You never answered. What are your fetishes? You like um, guys with weird wigs or what? What's you said wigs? Yeah, you like basketball players. You like football players you like mm. black men over other men you like asian dudes people who wear hawaiian shirts <laughs> hey shout out to me um i think my biggest fetish would be mm-hmm. i don't know i'm trying to think about all the good or happy relationships that I've been in yeah, with either the opposite or same sex mm. and something that attracts me to them without even thinking about it too much. Uh-huh. Can I get back to you on that? Yeah. Here's an easy one for me, which, yeah, here's an easy one. Yeah, they're I have really to think about that. They're super into me. That's also a fetish. <laughs> like I don't really like them, but they're super into me. Then I'm like, oh, all right. Well, I it's guess maybe fet- I do kind of like. Oh, wow. So maybe I do like you. That's it's weird. a fetish that they like you, but you don't. But them liking you makes you like them. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like one of those mind game types of things. I guess. Sometimes it's Ooh. A for effort. Yo, I would love to be in that hammock. You want to go? Can we manage to make that work? Or? I don't think we can. Especially if it's if they're taking it down. Maybe somebody doing something to you in a hammock is a fetish? No, 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 <laughs> no, no, no. Maybe a nature man where, like, you guys go out to the middle of the woods or something. They know how to kill a deer with an arrow. Um, no. Not at all. Techie? Somebody who's really into computers? Mm-mm. 
I want to meet someone who, like, that's their fetish. You know? I think, okay, no, actually, Not I think I know. Not even the money side, just now the that I, side. Now that I think about it a little bit more, I think I know. I think I have a good fetish with someone who is confident and is self-assured. Yeah. And I don't, and someone who, I don't have to talk too much to get something out of them. Yeah. Like, I can be myself and not say much and then, you know, and it yeah. would still have a flowing conversation without mm. them hindering me to say something. Okay. So can you keep talking and saying Shut shit? up. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, someone who um, who's confident and sure of, them, sure of themselves, like they know who they are or they're still figuring it out, but they know that. Yeah. So like Donald Trump. Okay, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> Never <somebody> mind. <laughs> Rewind. I don't know anymore. <laughs> Actually, that's one of those. Um, back to the, is there a disrespectful sex move? Would you ever let somebody grab your pussy? What? Is that a question? Yeah, because think, is there any way that it could be sexy or like a good playful no. thing? No. No. I just want to shut that down right now. <laughs> you guys have been married for five years. <laughs> I just want to shut that down. That is not a question. All right. So the pussy grab is probably a bad thing. <laughs> 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 but, shut but it confidence, down. But confidence is a good move. <laughs> shut it down. I told you I took that back. I'm still thinking about it. No, well, a lot anymore. of people are attracted to confidence, and that's Never regardless mind. of sexual orientation. I mean, there are the, I'm attracted to confident women for sure, for sure, especially um, like hyper empowered women. <laughs> you know, like people who people who feel like. Do you see that? Uh, yeah, we're in nature. This is a. <laughs> I don't know, a baby butterfly or something of that sort. It's fine. It's in my space. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, you know, you got to let somebody in your space. I know, eventually. Um, But, yeah, it's... it's, uh, When do you know when it's the right person? When, uh, well, you have to look at the sun and the moon and, you know, (laughs) all the flowers I'm just asking your opinion, personally. Uh, well, I don't, I don't know. I think the, uh, the, the tricky part there is the right person. Is there a right person? Uh, okay, it's two. You know, I doubt that. I think there's a right set of people given your kind of uh, emotional standpoint mm. at that moment in time, but that's a changing function. <laughs> so the set is also a changing function. So, I Never mean, mind. think about it like Maybe puzzle pieces. But the puzzle question. piece keeps... No, 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 no. I, I, I'm hoping that I'm addressing it. But maybe the, it's a puzzle piece, but the puzzle piece is a changing piece. So there are a bunch of other changing pieces. And at one time, these two will fit. But at another time, you know, it's too small. It's, you know, some people, some people just are born with different characteristics, so it's too small. And puzzle pieces, you know. Not penises. <laughs> I think you were missing that. <laughs> but I was talking about penises. So, um, <laughs> yeah, but but I, I, I don't think that, I think what's confusing about your question is that 
it assumes that there is a right person when where I think my intuition is that it's it's a group. There's never a right person. There's a right group though. There and th- really there are better and worse. But, but then sets again, of it feels like uh, I whenever I ask people like it's all it's all in timing. What do you mean by that? Like when I've asked like happy couples or just um married couples who've been in a relationship for more than like 30 years or something, it's they always say it's either all in timing or it was the time and place, love at first sight, or college or high school sweetheart, you know? Yeah. They already knew each other or something in the sorts. We just bumped into each other, and once we hit it off, we did. Never left her side since. <laughs> wow. Well, I mean, you don't get... That's not a representative sample of happy people, if you're going to, like, people who've been together for X amount of years. Because here's what would be left out. There could be people who've only been together for five months who are happy. Or there could be people who've been together for two years who are happy. Or they're in a non-traditional... Why are you discrediting my sources? I'm not discrediting it. I'm I'm, I'm not uh, trying to discredit it. I'm just saying uh, maybe we should give it the proper weight. Okay. Because it... Happiness is different from lasting long. Okay, so... You could take the approach that candles burn out, you know, but it doesn't mean that the flame is not beautiful. Mm. (sighs) While it lasts, you know. So would you consider yourself bisexual? No. No, okay. When you said something about attraction, you said uh, same sex or opposite sex. I was talking about. Uh, I was wait what? Say it again. Sorry, I zoned out. I thought you were talking about yourself when you said, "Oh, I'm thinking about past relationships where it was either a same sex relationship or I was attracted to someone from the opposite sex." No, no, I wasn't talking about attraction. Gotcha. Or was I? I don't remember. Well, I'll listen back. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember, but I know I'm not bisexual. How do you know? Because I've never been s- attracted to the same sex. Okay. That's a great answer, Sexually. I think. No, I think that's the best answer, is you've never been attracted to the same sex. Okay. Yeah. Rather than, uh, you know, you don't have a tattoo on your... Uh, on your forearm or something like that, where people, certain people associate symbols with sexuality, but other people, it's just the raw attraction. And it seems like you're one of the people in the camp of it's like the attraction itself is what matters. Like if I wore a pink shirt, am I gay for today? I think according to your definition, no. But to a lot of other people, the answer would be yes, because I perceive you as representing this symbol. Got it. That is this other thing. If I sucked one guy's dick, does that make me gay? Oh my gosh, that was a segment on Insecure. Have you seen Insecure? No. It's a I TV show by Issa Rae. Yeah, I don't pay attention to this stuff, all right? Okay, but she addressed it a little bit in some of her episodes of Insecure. And um, I want to say, okay, what do you think first? No. Okay. It depends on, because there's a lot of reasons why you could have sucked a dick. As weird as that sounds. <laughs> but it doesn't, it, it doesn't necessarily have to be the result of attraction uh, to the same sex. Because it's like, 
So that's just showing how much of an what extremist is, okay. I am. That even doing sexual acts doesn't matter. The thing that matters is if you're attracted to the opposite se- or to the same sex. What if? Okay, so you know the saying, um, "Girls can do the same thing as guys." So if girls have tried, or you know how? Okay, I'm thinking a lot of thoughts at once. Sorry. So um, one thing at a time. Okay. So, <laughs> sorry. Um, so, I know that girls, a lot of girls have tried seeing, like, if they were bi curious at a point in time. And um, they've, you know, tried kissing a girl or, you know, um, being intimate with a girl and then said it was not for me, mm-hmm. but I'm going to stay. Um, straight yeah so is it the same thing with guys can they do that and just say it's not for me or is that one time the mistake yeah i i don't know but here's a fun spin on it prison got it yeah we're, we're <laughs> got it yeah where where people are regularly having gay sex but the convention is once you get out, then yeah, yeah, exactly. It's all it's state. What state? What um? What happens in prison stays in prison. Right, and that's a perfect example of kind of a shift in in, in the cultural norm that you know it's, it's actually in a lot of ways it's kind of progressive in some sense. I mean, yeah, there are people getting straight up raped, but then there are also people who are just like uh, kind of closeted gay people who are having consensual sex and then. You know, unfortunately, some people feel the need to go back into the closet. So, anyhow, um, I, I have this. Uh, I don't know if you know this about me, but I have a, a special interest in certain things related to like jails, prisons, mental health. Just uh, just be- mental health, just because of my own background. But like, arguably, the foundation of this interest for me starts from the jail prison world. And that's why I have this, uh, um, <laughs> I may have explained this, but that's why I have this uh, deodorant stick, because this is a makeshift dildo in the jail system. So I know a gay guy who would say, yeah. Okay, so to answer your question, um, <laughs> I feel like, I want, hmm. What I was feel the question like that you're ans- uh, answering again? Because if you um, know for oh. if someone sucked a dick for his first time or sucked a dick, Once would it make him gay? Are they gay? Yeah. Um, excuse my language. Um, no, no. Please, I encourage. <laughs> I encourage as much dirty language as you're capable of. That's not. Um, I want to say I want to agree. I really want to agree with you. Um, because, like you said, they weren't attracted uh, attracted to that, or they weren't feeling it. Yeah. In their mind. Well, after. if they weren't feeling it, if then they weren't no. Feeling. But if they were, then yes. And but then, what if they changed their mind? If, is that possible? Is that a oh, thing? Oh, if they liked it at first, but then after they didn't. Yeah. But but that's the thing. It wouldn't be the act. I'm saying, like, in general, are they attracted to men? I guess 
I don't know if that can I be switched on or off. That I okay, I think that, that would be considered yes. Yeah. You, but if then it's not. It's, it's I don't feel like. Thing. I feel like I have my opinion. Yes, but then again, it's not my right or my my place to judge you. Yeah. On what you are or call you out on it, because that's your life. I, you could do whatever you want. I mean, I don't consider considerably believe in that. Um, not the gayness, gay part. Sorry, mm, I said that wrong. Not the gay part. I do believe that you have your choice and all that stuff. But what I don't believe is um, if it's brought into my life, if you're trying to do that, I'm not going to be embarrassed. I don't feel like I'm just, I don't encourage it. Mm. Like if you're in a relationship with me and um, you've done things in your past, why, of course I'm going to be concerned that maybe you're going to do it again. But if you're with me, then why would you want to do that if you don't? If you're not going to break up with me, mm. I don't know if this any any of this makes man- sense, but it makes no, sense in my mind. No, it's fine. Just I think that as long as you're expressing yourself from a real place, people will understand. I guess. Right. I mean, maybe. <laughs> then again, people might completely <laughs> misinterpret yeah. what you're saying. So. Yeah, that's <laughs> what I'm saying. I don't know if I'm making <laughs> sense, but it makes sense in my mind. That's cool. That's cool. So, what? Your phone's already dead. That's not a problem. My. Come on now, JP. What? You put what? it in the wrong side. Oh. Sorry. It's a technical. Uh, Difficulties, I guess. <laughs> Beats by Dre. Shout out to Beats by Dre. They don't sponsor the podcast, but <laughs> <laughs> but we're sure using <laughs> them. But you are uh, using them for an enhanced experience. And somebody is trying to take a graduation photo. Okay. And we are in the background. Yep, right. we are. You know, um, I lost my train of thought. So, uh, you're an American, no? Yes. And you're growing up in this world. Yes. How did you learn about sex when you were younger? And even now, how do you learn about it? Um, how did I learn about... Uh, I need. Can you check me whenever I say um? Because that's no, not... No, just go ahead. Okay. It's fine. Um, 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 see, I say uh, um. Ooh, I sound like the grudge. <laughs> <laughs> that's not something to be proud of, I don't think. No, it's not. Uh, dang it, I did it again. Okay, I'm being self-conscious, sorry. How did you learn about sex? How did I learn? Um, fifth grade? No, mm-mm. Yeah, fifth grade. Sex ed. Okay, what did they teach you? Where babies come from. (laughs) (laughs) Um, they... I guess they taught me what it is, what sex is, which is, you know, well, in their definition, baby making, like when a man and a woman have intercourse, then what happens inside the uvula and all that stuff, mm-hmm. the, the penis, 
goes in and then the you know all the forms and types and what goes in your body yeah um and then results like the result of annie (laughs) (laughs) the result of annie no no she was on my sex ed in fifth grade Mm. talking about sex it was pretty funny because her parents were in the back too so did they teach you like did they ever hint at uh anything related to the purpose of sex or do, do you feel like there's no one purpose that's I think they than make another purpose? they try to make it as unbiased as possible so it's just like what sex is and what happens when you do have sex yeah what's interesting about it is on one hand there's the obvious you know evolutionary baby making ritual where I n- oh, and then I think it was um, sixth grade when I um, transferred into Hoover and we had um, sex ed in our um, physical education PE. And we were talking about, no, it wasn't PE. Sorry about that. It was in history and the evolution and <laughs> there were scenes in there when I was just like, why is this? Why am I being showed this? Evolution of sex? No, evolution of human life. Oh, yeah. And then it was like the the perspective of a- apes beginning us. Oh, got you. Yeah. And then they showed apes having sex. And then they showed humans almost having sex. Really? Yeah. You really don't need to show anybody having sex in order to teach evolution. Yeah. That's why I was questioning it. That's weird. But I, but that is when I knew what sex was, or I thought I did. And then I moved into high school when actually <laughs> people are actually having babies in my class. Yeah, and you just asked them. And no, what? <laughs> no, I'm just saying it just became more vivid. Like it's happening around me. My my peers are doing it. Mm, doing it. You know that really creeps me out when Quote people unquote. say that. They're doing it. Like, you mean what? I'm more, I'm obviously much more comfortable hearing fucking than doing it. Mm. Simply because it's like more of a deliberate act. It's not some like sneaky accident. <laughs> right. Mm. So, um, oh yeah, what I was going to say is, on one hand, you're creating, an, that it's a way to create another human or a set of humans. But on another hand, it's pleasure. Right, and I don't know if that's taught, but how do you learn about that? Just friends telling you, "Oh, it was so good," or basically, yeah. And that's always from like if you're in middle school. I didn't hear anyone say that in middle school. I heard people say it in high school. Oh yeah, for me it was middle school. That's how people were getting down. People were in the bathroom in middle school. Whoa. You could hear them actually fucking. Okay. Not just I don't know what middle school it. you went to. But, but um, yeah, I mean I it was a, it was a great school. What? <laughs> it, was actually, yeah, it was actually an IB school. <laughs> we life, had the middle years life program Life lessons there. and everything. Okay. <laughs> but you know, we had a, a few ratchet things happening every now and again. Oh my goodness. <laughs> but but the thing that's tragic about that is that. If you're in middle school, you're probably hearing about sex from another middle schooler rather than from, like, mature adults. And the same thing with high school. How would you want, um, if you, not to, okay, 
how would you have wanted it been taught it to be taught to you or to other people because there's no right way of telling your kids about sex because mm. you can tell them the right and wrong and then they'll still do either one but it's all up to them but yeah. I guess to know the information from your parents instead of your peers somewhat okay or better mm. I don't know I'm asking you use reverse psychology on America's children <laughs> tell them to fuck without a condom <laughs> as soon as possible and have as many babies is that as an honest <laughs> response and then they will rebel. <laughs> they will start having safe sex. Tell them not to discuss sex. Actually, that's already the case. So tell them to discuss it. <laughs> that's already the case also. <laughs> Is it? Yes. A lot of people, but do people tell even, the... What's the framework? How do you even start? I feel like most of it, what I was exposed to were like rumors about things or people bragging about things. Mm. But... They weren't necessarily the but things that's like school I said, life. That's school life. That that's not home life. life. But like I said, the the lollipop guy eating the pussy, right? This was a real experience of mine. Somebody told me, yeah, this is how I eat pussy. I put a lollipop in her, and then I lick it, and then I lick it. And now, did I go out and do that? No. But at the time, that was my blueprint of how that I procedure mean, yes, was performed you until some take. better model is given to me, right? So. I want to say you give and take, but. It's all, I mean... Hmm. I think the, the culture of discussing sex is no different than the culture of discussing anything. That's that's so that's, how would that's you taboo. Do it? How would you do it? That you try to teach people the rules of uh, you can free tell, speech, basically. You can tell so many kids, or you can tell your own children the consequences over and over and over and over and over again. But they're still going to want to do it because they want to know. Well, uh, one thing to get back to the pleasure is that tell them that the main reason why people are doing this is because it feels fucking amazing, not because they want to have a set of twins. Yeah, but I've heard that many times by family members. It It's probably going to feel the, like the best thing in the world, but it's not going to be worth it. So what makes that any different? It depends. It's a... It's a the summary of my position is that it's not specifically a sex problem or a sexuality learning problem. It's just a learning problem. It's that people need an evidence, a evidence-based approach to life in general. What proof do you need? What proof? Yeah. <laughs> it depends on what questions you want answered. The main thing is if somebody tells you some bullshit, can you recognize it as that? Or how seriously do you take somebody's word? Or what what are your sources of information? Do you would care that, about analyzing those types of things? Would that um, depend on the relationship? Because you can have a trusting relationship and still rebel. Well, we got the internet now. I'm just saying that. <laughs> I, I think what you're 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 in the uh, framework of of like a, one parent and their child. Yeah. What I'm saying is. A child and a community at large with some information that's valuable to them, some information that's completely bullshit. And it seems like what matters is, on one hand, being reflective enough to know, to be aware of what you're, uh, what's driving you and moving you. And saying, okay, I want to fuck this chick. Okay, why? 
if you if you if you're reflective enough to ask why do I like this why do I want to do this then you could say oh wait this is kind of an evolutionary thing every human being as most have experienced something like this it's not unique to me it's not unique to this chick this is just me experiencing puberty this is all a part of this and then you know when I come out on the other it's all a phase it's all a phase but I don't think people are going through that process mainly because that's not culturally what people feel that they're capable of doing you know it's they they're not really analyzing their thoughts and they're not really analyzing the 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 advice of other people if you if you're interested in 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 answering the question who am i what am i really like or those questions and also the the type which is one type which is more of the mindfulness reflective type of question and then another one which is what is true then I think a lot of these things could have worked themselves out, you know, can work themselves out. And I think in my experience they have, and that's why I haven't done certain things that other people have done, even though I still make my sexual mistakes, you know what I'm saying? You make (laughs) sexual mistakes? Oh, my goodness. If you're, you know, I feel like if you're, uh, it's, it's, there's risk associated with most things in life. And, you know, of course, of course. Sex is no different, and you can manage whatever risk. You should manage as much risk as possible, but it's also a matter of, uh, you know, building habits and, you know what I'm saying? Right. Understanding your shortcomings. <laughs> but if you're out in the field, you know. You should be. Luckily, I haven't had to pay too harshly for any of my mistakes. But, you know, that's just how the game goes. Do you think, now this is a very weird one, but it's close to me. <laughs> it's, it's about a specific sexual procedure, all right? I just want to hear what you think about this. So you know there's these views of masculinity. Men are supposed to be a certain way, whatever. Um, I always found that there are certain sexual procedures that seem more community almost based is that the right way of saying it not community based let me say this that the concern for the other person there's a gradient when it comes to certain sexual (laughs) sexual moves so to speak where there's how much you're a giver and how much you're a taker and I always had this weird opinion I want you to just you know comment on it but uh, here it is Eating pussy is a more feminine move than, like, intercourse. Do you think there's any ground to that? <laughs> uh, well, I'm talking about a heterosexual relationship. Do you think there's any ground to that, or do you think it's complete bullshit or what? You said feminine. Is, e- is eating pussy a more feminine sexual move That's just like saying than intercourse? That's just like saying the exact reverse. Is intercourse a more feminine? <laughs> no, no, no. I'm talking uh, about with a um, a males and for some reason it's really hard <laughs> for me to figure out what the reverse of that is. Uh, it would be um, so male is going down on a woman. So would it be this? Wouldn't it's like saying a woman going on down on a guy? Is that more masculine? Well, I think that within the uh, framework that I'm familiar with, which is just 
a matter of opinion. That's this is not fact. We're far from fact. I'm now. not talking about facts. But I'm yeah, asking yeah, yeah, for yeah. Your, Let me just. So I, I, I think in the masculinity schema that I am familiar with from my younger years and even now to some extent, that getting your dick sucked is super masculine. There's nothing feminine about it because. And here was my argument, right? Which will work. You said was. What are you talking about? Did you change your position? I don't know where I said it was. I'm, I may have misspoken. But um, it's that if you're getting your dick sucked, what's going on is that you are using absolutely no effort at all. Let's say you're leaning back in a, you know what I mean, a nice chair or something, and you're just getting domed. You're not doing anything, right, to directly please your partner. But your partner is like, you know, hopefully if they're any, <laughs> if they have some skill, they're really working in order to please you. And it's over when you, you know, wherever, right? When you come on wherever you normally prefer to come. Um, so that's hyper-masculine in the sense that you're not really a service to anyone else. And someone is directly serving you. Yes. But but the same is true if you're eating pussy, right? If, if, if there's, just lay back in this chair or whatever, right? And you're, you're going in, then the same is true. They're not... And, you know, they're not doing anything directly to please you except the joy maybe you get out of eating their pussy. And, uh, but they're getting a direct, you know, um, vaginal stimulation. So, in a sense, it, it seems like, oh, you could, I think, within my schema, again, not fact, shitty schema, but in my schema of masculinity, it would be the most feminine thing to do sexually is to please someone else without any direct pleasure. But is that, is there any, what do you think about this uh, way of viewing things? Because there is another side. I just want to know before <laughs> I say it. <laughs> what do you think? <laughs> Basically, if you're doing something for me and I'm doing nothing, then. It doesn't make him. Masculine or feminine? It's not masculine. Okay, that's your stance. Not masculine or feminine. Yeah, I don't think it's masculine or feminine. Yeah, because the other side. Yeah, so that's when I said was. The other side of it is a control argument. So you could say who is in control of, uh, of like the orgasm, and you could argue that if you're the one pleasing the other person, that you're the one who really is like driving the activity um and then from but that that still puts into place there's one 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 giving one taking that's true but if you if you think that the giving and the taking is what's important no, then it's, it I maps one way but if you think the control is important you, you could argue i don't think neither is way. important <laughs> and then and then you could also say okay um let's talk about if you're talking about intercourse Someone could be on top, like if, if someone's riding or somebody is, you know, dicking somebody down or whatever, then you could say, well, the person on top is the one who is, uh, like, driving the activity or something like that or in control. But then you could also make the argument that, no, well, the person who's not, or, well, depending on how you get down, the, the person who is on the bottom. Let's just take the assumption that the person on the bottom is not driving things as much, all right, just for this thought experiment. Then you could say, no, that's, say, that's the same as getting hit in the sense that uh, they're, they're not doing as much, but they're getting equal 
an equal amount of pleasure or more. Dot, dot, dot. You know what I'm saying? From a mathematician, mm. from a quasi-mathematical perspective, you know what I'm saying? Oh, I got a crick in my neck. Oh. <laughs> if I gave you a massage on your neck, would that be a feminine or masculine <laughs> uh, massage activity? Neither. I don't believe it Let's matters. assign gender to everything. Let's assign numbers to everything. I don't think it matters. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Because when you're getting your pussy licked, does it really matter? Shut up. <laughs> Goodness gracious. <laughs> How much time has gone by? Uh, we went over the positions. We went over learning about sex. And it seems like I made it back to positions. And I'm leaving out a bunch of stuff. Um, but I think we're getting close to a stopping point, mainly because I think I have to pee, which involves a sexual organ, the penis. So it's still relevant. <laughs> <laughs> so it's time for the most important question. The, in the most universe. important question in the universe. Are you ready? No. Bounce or rebound? What are you doing? I'm just sitting here. Okay. Bounce or rebound? Do you really have to go to the bathroom? Yes. Mm. Can you answer it, though? <laughs> Seriously, any time now would be great. Um... Are you stopping? Just answer it, please. <laughs> my my sexual organ is begging you. <laughs> Stop it when you're doing it. Is it still recording? The Chef of X podcast. Mmm, delicious.